0: You know, when things are hard and we can't do anything to change someone's circumstances or take away their pain, and we will often say, you know, all I can do is pray. Prayer is viewed as a last resort when what we really want to do is get to work, you know, make things right, find the solution, pull up our sleeves, demand change, anything that will give us the illusion we ultimately desire, that illusion of control. The same is true when there's conflict in our marriages or even, you know, big events that rock us to the core. Prayer is often viewed as less than compared to the tangible ways we can help or change people or situations. But what about when there is nothing you can do in your own power? Maybe your husband is not living his life right and you can't change his heart. I'm here to tell you that prayer is so much more than a last resort. And today I'd like to highlight five benefits for praying for your spouse. Let's get to it. Hey there, are you wanting to grow in your spiritual life, your role as a woman, mother, wife? Maybe things are good, but they could be better, or maybe you're lonely, hurt, and at the end of your rope. Either way, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Sacred Calling. I'm your host, Andrea Annette, and this is a podcast for Christian women. Walking out this journey can at times be challenging, and it may seem impossible to get unstuck but I'm here to tell you that it's not. My goal is to offer a relatable space filled with hope and practical ways to build better, more God-centered lives. Your family is worth fighting for. My hope for today's episode is that you'll walk away feeling encouraged and with a renewed commitment to pray for your spouse. So to start, I'd like to give a little backstory uh, years ago, my husband was struggling with addiction. Uh, everything came to a head, and the bottom essentially fell out. And as the dust settled and I picked myself up, I realized quickly that I was very angry. I was extremely resentful, and I was done. I was ready to walk away. And in fact, it was justified. It was kind of even expected you know, from others, people in my family, church, They would ask, like, why? Why aren't you leaving? Why are you staying? But I felt God calling me in the other direction. I felt him tugging at my heart to not give up. And I said, okay, God, I've tried everything else. I have nothing left to do. All the controlling, all the things I tried to do failed. So I'm going to commit to praying. I'm going to pray for him. Even when I don't feel like I love him, even when I don't feel like praying. And back then I didn't know about habit stacking, but it's essentially when you do one thing, um, that you already do. It's a habit built into your life and you let that one thing be the cue for the new habit. So, you know, say, you know, um, you make your coffee, but now you want to um, do some stretches. And so you go, okay, well, every time I push push the button on my coffee, I'm going to go do the stretch. And that's going to be my cue to do the stretching. And so I can build in that, that new habit. And so what I did is I committed to praying whenever my husband crossed my mind, which, you know, we think about our spouse, we think about our children, we think about people we care about in our, in our lives, we think about them quite often. And when you have a very stressful situation, you know, those thoughts might not be very good thoughts. It might be, you know, just a lot of anxiety. And so I just committed that, okay, every time he crosses my mind, good or bad, I'm going to stop and I'm going to pray. And some days it seemed that I was praying like every 10 minutes during those first, you know, darkest beginning years when, when I was first, um, committing to this after the bottom fell but a few unexpected things happen. That I can see, you know, more clearly having come out on the other side. And so I would like to highlight five main benefits from all those years of praying for my husband. Number one, it deepened my relationship with God. I learned to trust him with my future, with my husband, my children, his provision. And the biggest thing I trusted him with was my heart. You know, it had been shattered, and I held a million tiny pieces in my hands. And I had no idea how it could ever be made whole. And so that was the biggest benefit for me personally. Number two, it changed my heart. It changed the way I loved my husband and the way I loved myself. I put so much of who I was in taking care of my husband through his addiction of helping him, of, you know, trying to find the solutions of trying to control all those things and taking care of the kids. But in a way, all of that just sucked the life out of me. I was trying to love within my own human limitations. And it wasn't until God showed me how how to love with an agape love. Agape is the Greek word for a type of love that doesn't expect anything in return. It is a love that goes against culture and what everyone around me was saying. You know, you don't deserve this. You can walk away. He doesn't deserve you to stay. And so it goes against what others think your response should be to a person who has caused you pain. And it is the sacrificial love that Jesus demonstrated, but that love can only be done when we allow God to use us to love others in this way. And I didn't know how. And so that was one thing, you know, that I prayed, God, help me to love him the way that you want me to love him. Love without expecting, uh, you know, anything in return. Number three, all that prayer and praying for my husband and the situation gave me pay- peace. It gave me strength. I was able to relinquish control of him, of what I had hoped for our future, what I thought it was going to look like. I was able to love without expecting he would someday rise up from the ashes and love me the way I needed him to. I was coming to terms with the fact that my husband is human, you know, with his own brokenness and his own free will. And man, was that scary. It was scary not knowing what the end result would be or how long, would call, how long God would call me to stay and content. But the peace that I gained through prayer and through letting go and the strength to just live each day in surrender was an incredible shift that allowed God to then work on my brokenness. Number four, it changed my prayers. You know, my prayers went from those of desperation and anger You know, why aren't you doing anything? God, I can't do this. Why have you allowed this to, you know, God help my husband become the man you created him to be Help me to love him in the way that you called me as his wife to do. I don't know how, but I want to learn, help me submit to your will, to your way, to trust you, despite my situation, to trust you. Even if my husband doesn't come back to our family to let go and let you do the work in us as individuals and in our marriage that only you can do and help me to stay in the fight. And finally, number five, it changed my life. This gets me a little choked up as I start to think about it, even though I prepared and I wrote this out on my notes, just being taken back to where we were and where we are now. And everything about our lives has changed in the past 10 years. Neither one of us are the same people. And I am not saying that prayer will guarantee that your marriage will become what ours is today, but God will be with you no matter what. Prayer doesn't guarantee maybe the outcomes that we want, but all those things changed heart, the peace, the strength, just loving others in a way that I didn't know how to love before. All of those other things would happen no matter what my husband did. Those are the things that God wanted to do in my life. Um, And I know, you know, that if I hadn't learned to surrender and to allow God to heal me, that I would be bitter to this day, especially if there wasn't any sort of reconciliation. But prayer changed my heart. It changed the way I see people, the way I see those that are struggling. The things that I once thought were my sole responsibility are now shared and shouldered by the only one who can do the hard stuff. So in closing, you know, having gone through the most lonely times in my life, I can feel the pain that you have. I know how it feels to be desperate for it seems like it will never get better, that nothing will change. But I'm here to tell you that there is power in prayer. You have nothing left to lose and everything to gain. So make a commitment today to pray for your spouse. It may be that it changes only you, but you are worth it. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something helpful or encouraging from today's podcast. If so, would you please leave a review or share it with a friend or two? This calling placed on us women is sacred, but it can be both messy and beautiful. We have got to keep contending, and we aren't meant to do it alone. I'll see you back here next time.